0: I have really enjoyed the Juvia's Place I Am Magic Foundation. Like, that was the first time I had ever purchased it. Um, and it's Ooh. it's not bad. It's really good. Like, I never get a good match in, like, drugstore makeup. So I always have to get, like, um, like a caramel color and, like, a darker yeah. color and mix it. Because they never do my color. And it was just so nice to get some makeup that i i don't have to mix like it's my skin tone <laughs> period it
1: was a game 35 game changer when rihanna did that as mm-hmm. soon as she did that you have other companies coming oh we have these shades and all of a sudden y'all want to start advertising mm-hmm. it
0: but you didn't before you did we needed before. you where but where you now since rihanna
1: yeah. out here making the money that she's making y'all want to start doing it you had your chance
0: I feel like Mac always had a lot of different shades, but it was too expensive. Yeah, it was. That's the thing. Like, I couldn't even afford to go in there as a teenager. Like, that foundation was, what, $38? Shit, I think it's $40 Long now.
1: Because the last time I ended up getting it was, like, in college.
0: Juvia's Place was what? I think I paid $18 for that foundation. Out the door. And it's Perfect. It literally looks like my skin. I was just like, oh my God, why can't we Mm -hmm. do this all the time? Between them and Fenty, like, that's it. That's all. That's all we really need. Everybody else? That's all. We don't need nothing else from you. We're good. Thanks for coming, (laughs) Covergirl. Thanks for showing up, Maybelline. You're all right. We'll see you next year. Like, the only thing I I get from Maybelline now is lipstick. Yeah. That's about it. I don't even. From Mac, too.
1: I'm the same way, just the lipstick. If you mm-hmm. got a pretty color, a pretty shade that fits yep. me, I'll come and get it.
0: That's about it. I don't need nothing else from you. I'm going well, right. to
1: be all right.
0: Be we all gonna right? Be all right. <laughs> I was like, "Yes." Yes, I'm like the Black National Anthem. Stand Everybody up, stand get up. off your
1: asses.
0: <laughs> um Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Maria, and this is is Sizzle Sabers. What's up? What's happening? This is the For Us, By Us podcast for black women who love Star Wars and maybe other things, too. You know, um, we're in a period of transformation with the show and um, the show is growing and it's going to turn into something else. So um, we'll probably get back to Star Wars at some point, uh, but for a little while. Um, we're gonna explore some other fandoms and just talk about things that are, um, relevant to us, right? Um, I think it's important that the show continues to reflect the voices of the individuals that I'm trying to uplift, that we want to uplift. Black women, other people of color, uh, marginalized groups of all kinds, uh, queer folks, trans folks, hey, you know, we're here and we want to help, um, uplift those voices. Um, to be honest, um, hi, welcome to the show. It's, it's me and Portia tonight. <laughs> That's it. That's all you got. You know, um, look, it's February. Be grateful. All right. Be grateful. Um, but I'm real disappointed in the Star Wars fandom. I'm just going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm really disappointed with the lack of support in February it's, it's been real visible. Um, you know, there haven't been a lot of retweets on 28 days of cosplay, you know, you got time to make a tweet about how much you don't like space Drake, but you don't got no time to support a black cause, a black business, you know, um, it's just, it's been kind of disheartening, um, seeing the lack of support in the month of February. Um, But the show is going to continue to evolve and, um, grow as it does. But, um, I'm kind of just, I'm just going to speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for all the women because we've all experienced this in different ways in the month of February. I'm not the only one. Um, but I know for me, myself, like I'm kind of burnt out. Like I'm just, I'm burnt out on it. Like I enjoyed Boba Fett. I'm sorry that you didn't, you know, angry white man. I'm sorry. I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, you can walk into any retail location and yell about whatever you want and people will listen to you. So, I mean, you could always do that, but um, you know, for me myself, uh, for me in my house, we will continue to um uplift marginalized voices and uh focus on uh the areas in fandom where we can speak our truth, um continue to champion for diversity. And also congratulate when, when they get it right, because look, High Republic, they made some improvements and they got it together. Look, I'm getting ready to start my first High, High Republic book. I'm about to say peace out to the live action people. I'm done. Like, you know, I, I've given it all I can, you know, and it's so like weird how you can come in and just say something like, why come there ain't no gay Jedi and everybody and they Mama jump on you? You know, so that's how I feel. How you feel, Portia?
1: I hate it, honestly, Um, because like with the whole situation of everything, we honestly as a fandom cannot enjoy things that we want the way we want. And you got everybody coming down your throat just because your opinion is different from everybody else. Um, You can't agree to, to disagree. You can't do none of that. As a black fan, you can't have your opinion and say what you want. And, uh, you know, say that you want to feel included in this fandom, but then yet people say, well, you have this, you have that. Well, we don't have enough as much as you do. Y'all had your, your, your chance of, uh, representation since day one. And we're just now getting it, but a lot of the times it's not the way we want it to. And then with Space Drake, I don't need y'all to come at my mans like that. That spin was necessary. I enjoyed every bit of it. I loved it. I love every bit of the show from every episode down to the last. Um, We just have to, I really don't know. Because <laughs> there's just too much drama going on in this fandom for us to have to deal with this. I just hate it. It doesn't feel like, I'm going to just say Star Wars now is starting not to feel like a home anymore. It's like we're being pushed out all because of our opinions or what we like and what we feel isn't right especially with finn i mean still to this day we're still going to talk about that this man should have gotten his own story should have gotten that story of a jedi that's what he should have gotten instead of just being this black man screaming out a white woman's name constantly throughout the whole movie and space drake that's my boy like i said before y'all not gonna get on my man that spin was
0: necessary it was, he only had 10 minutes of screen time and he got mad cause he put some hot sauce on it. That was all he really got in that episode. Listen, in February, in February, you can't let this man have 10 minutes. Really, you're embarrassing yourself, people. You really are. You didn't embarrass me, you embarrassed yourself. It's just, um, yeah, I'm I'm a big supporter of, of Space Drake. His name is Scad, I believe is the character's name. You would never know it, though, because they never actually noted him by name. I don't believe anyone actually called him by name. Um, That's been my problem with the Boba Fett show is like the brothers have been kind of given the short end of the stick. Like, who who really knows that that's Thundercat? Like, I mean, did he get a name? You know, he's just kind of there. Um, and the camera stops on him, which it should, but we should also make sure that those characters get names just like every other, we got a care we got a name for, for the damn monkey lizard that sits on Jabba's tail. You mean to tell me we can't name these people? Get the fuck out of here. I'm not trying to hear that shit. I'm not trying to hear that stuff. Uh, I'm not trying to hear none of it for real, for real. Um, Space Drake, he look good. He can call me on my space phone. Ah! Right. Looking like that. Mm. I was like, okay, I'll see you out here, Space Drake. Um, I thought the show overall was really fun. Like it's just everything doesn't have to turn into something. Right. Everything don't have to be linked up to something else. You know, it's nice to have these little side adventures. You know, that's one of the things I loved about Rogue One was it really didn't have nothing to do with none of these people. It was just, you know, these little people who are on the outskirts. <clears throat> I believe the the legacy of Rogue One is that anybody can make a big impact. Even if you're a little person, you can make a big impact on the world. And I, I still believe that to be the message of Rogue One and um i really like that about boba like it really not everything has to go somewhere for y'all you know what i mean like it's okay we can just enjoy the ride and get some new characters out of it you know it's it's gonna be all right for y'all y'all gonna be all right look it's okay it's okay you know it it really and truly it is it's gonna be okay it's worry like that. y'all
1: get everything like just for this one time we're getting a story on Boba Fett trying to figure out who he is as Boba Fett, not the bounty hunter. This man's open age. He's retired. He's like, I'm not working for nobody anymore. Let me go on and fix this place up real quick and get this place up for these people. He thought he was cut out to be that. He was like, nah, this isn't me. Let me hand it over to the people of this city instead. Like it was wonderful from the beginning all the way to the end and y'all ain't gonna sit up here and disrespect Morrison by comparing him to the Mandalorian okay because very different, different stories. stories
0: you know it really is and Tamar Morrison's in his 50s I mean you really expect him to be out there jumping around and doing what now you know I think he did really well for his um age and situation in life. Um, I enjoyed the show. Like I said, it was nice to finally get Cad Bane on screen. Like, I feel like that was the biggest win of this show, was closing up the Clone Wars in that way. There's so many great characters from the Clone Wars that will never get an on-screen ending like Orisang. Um Like, I don't know, Asajj Ventress. You know, great female characters that we'll just never see on screen because we were robbed of that. Um, but it was nice to see Cad Bane again. And he finally got his moment. So it was, it was really dope. Um, I'm here for it. It's nice to see them building this shared universe. So just because Boba is over, it doesn't mean we won't see him again. I have a lot of confidence that he'll come back in Mandalorian. Um, because they're trying to encourage that cross-pollinization there. So I think we will see him again in the future. But we're going to have to be patient. Um, I think we've got what a couple months until Obi Wan. That's in May. Maybe by then the fandom will be more chill. I I don't know. No, they're not. They're <laughs> not. You know they're not. No. But we can't. That's why we like, can't have shit.
1: What I like about what they what they
0: did Literally. with
1: bringing you know a few of the clone character Clone Wars characters to live action. It was nice because you got other people who've never seen Clone Wars or probably never heard of it. Not the ones who were like, "I'm not watching it because it's a kids show." You got the other people, those positive people, and they saw this character, and they were like, "Wait, hold up, who is that? That's Cad Bane." You don't know who that is? No. Well, I got something for you, buddy. Go on and watch Clone Wars. Go and do that. Watch it from season one all the way to our final season of seven. And I'm just, it's just, it was just amazing because it's bringing in more people more amazing people in this fandom
0: that part for sure that's important um because as we start expanding the universe i believe there will be more clone wars characters that show up so if anyone has a moment check out the clone wars don't sleep on the clone wars you're you're fooling yourself
1: literally because it's just because i remember growing up watching it i've seen like a few episodes of it and i fell in love with it and then after getting myself into Star Wars, I was like, wait, I remember the Clone Wars watching, you know, growing up and I got back into it and I'm just like, okay, this is awesome. This is amazing. It's about a whole bunch of stuff that kids, a lot of kids are not a- going to catch on to it because it's a much more likely like about politics and stuff. The kids are going to like it because, you know, they got the little scene with the the androids being dumb, like. Oh, it's something dealing with my programming and stuff. You still laugh at that stuff, but all the other deep serious stuff, the older people, us, the adults will realize it, but people don't care. They're just I want to see something to blow up. I want to see killing and stuff. Clone is not going to have that in there. It is. Yeah. But it's going to be a whole lot better.
0: There's a little bit Literally. of everything in Clone Wars. Period. You can see anything. You can see Jar Jar Binks having sex there's, a there's whole lots bunch. of stuff in there you don't know you don't even <laughs> know about that do you you don't even know that Jar Jar Banks had sexual intercourse you didn't know that did you now you do it's beautiful I was there I, I synced it. it I was there Sinked I had synced it, it. <laughs> with my own eyes. <laughs> right you know how they always get that one black person with the eyewitness encounter. Nigga, I was there. I sinked it. Seen that shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for your time. Sometimes there. they'll go into details about it. <laughs> like, no, yeah,
1: they was doing this and that. Okay, sir. Okay. We're good.
0: <laughs> That's it. That's it. They was barbecuing. Yeah. You already know what it is. When we get on there, Lord have mercy. We but gonna we be BI. all right be right. that's what i heard <laughs> on sunday night i heard we are gonna be all right look that was so great it was the blackest i think i've ever seen the halftime show look it was great i rewatched it like 80 times like i didn't even notice that was a map i had told Compton my mom and dad about it on the yep. on the ground mm-hmm. that they were projecting onto it the is. field that's dope Like, wow. And the dancers, like, they're from Compton High School. Like, it was really nice that he gave those kids an opportunity. I'm children who have nothing, okay, from the middle of the hood, get a chance to be on this stage dancing. Like, that's amazing. You can put that on your resume. You know, I was at the Super Bowl halftime show in the show. You know, it's incredible. Um, What a great time uh, to be alive to see that like wow and uh you know it was nice to see some people you know the detroit resident he showed up he showed out (laughs) malcolm you know shabazz marshall mathers (laughs) (laughs) the third (laughs) you know we gonna get him like a little (laughs) koofy i want to get him like a little kente cloth (laughs) koofy You could wear this. Look, you look
1: real nice. Look, big. put this on. Put this on.
0: Right. (laughs) Straight out of Wakanda. All of this is straight out of Wakanda.
1: (laughs) Wakanda forever.
0: Yeah, put them in one of them uh, dashikis, like the floor floor length dashiki with the 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 pants on, and them yeah, them sandals, them slide in sandals. Yeah, buddy, this is it. (laughs) (laughs) You ready now? Oh my god, I can't even imagine. He he can't part with his J's though, that's the problem. Like he thinks that's dressed up. Like he got on like them leather looking jeans, them J's and a black jacket. Like he's like, I'm dressed up <laughs> like nigga.
1: That's like my that's dad. My dad likes up. to wear a regular white T shirt with some jeans and a cap. <laughs> my mom's that's like, Uh uh-uh, uh, you're not coming behind me wow. like that. He think he got swag. My daddy ain't got no
0: swag. Lordy. I remember when the long white tee was in. I, I remember those days. You couldn't find a tall t-shirt Damn, anywhere. you got me
1: thinking about them old prom pictures my Knicks brother took in back nightgowns. in 2000.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They all look like they was wearing a mama nightgown, but they thought they was doing something. I'm like, you realize that's just your mom's nightgown. <laughs> that's not actually a, even a t-shirt like it's the same child in china that's sewing that for walmart as they are your mom's nightgown <laughs> it's the same pattern <laughs> exactly it's hilarious um yeah so the halftime show was great we won marshall won um he used his humility right and that's look that's part of being a king too right Is making sure that you're in service of all the people, not just your people, but all the people in your kingdom, right? And so I'm so proud of him in that moment for standing with all people, you know, and I know that's hard for some people to swallow, but you know, he's, he's always been with us. He's never going to change on that. Look, it's time to stop the guest stuff. He's not a guest. He's with us, you know? Um, But I, I know for years, it's always been, well, you know, he really doesn't care about black people. I'm like, he's surrounded by black people probably right now in his home. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, I've been to his house. I'm one of the few people that I know of that have actually been to that residence and seen a bunch of brothers in there smoking. <laughs> like, they're in there drinking Kool-Aid and watching a game. Okay, we're fine. It's all good here. It's just, it's oh, ridiculous. Oh, but did
1: you hear? They caught Snoop Dogg smoking weed before his
0: performance. <gasps> oh my God. I can't believe it's not <laughs> butter. Are you serious? Get the fuck out of here. That's not news. That's not news. Number one, I'm pretty sure Hello. it's legal in LA. Okay. And secondly, who doesn't know that Snoop Dogg smokes marijuana? I'm upset
1: that he's not an actual dog.
0: If you don't know... If you don't know that that man smokes marijuana, please turn <laughs> off this podcast. Just turn it off. We're done trying to communicate with you. Like <laughs> if you don't understand that, there's no hope. There's no hope. Just put on some cowboy boots and some Wranglers. Move on. It's going to be all right. Um yeah, it's just it's like It's not I was not surprised nice. when New York
1: ended up posting that. I was yes. like, is this are y'all serious? And everybody's just tweeting just that's replying and news. quote you know they were like yeah wow i'm so surprised i'm so disappointed the children what about the children the children
0: <laughs> what children the children that grew up listening to them they were on the field dancing <laughs> with them i don't understand help me understand
1: like that that's just dumb y'all Ignorance. just like seeing like i said before whenever y'all see something negative about black people i like to point that out They love to
0: point it out. It doesn't matter if they're in the street playing violin. Like it really doesn't matter at this point. I'm I am a guilty Negro Hmm. until proven innocent. It doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have. If you are of color, you are suspicious, you're not to be trusted. You know, um what's his name? Matthew McConaughey is an avid weed smoker and has been for many years. Hello. Okay. Um, your Iron Man did drugs. I don't see none of y'all Hello. ever bringing that stuff up. He was all
1: time. Come on. Y'all want to
0: talk about that? Never. Y'all want to talk about that. But you want to talk about Snoop Dogg smoking pot, right? And getting on stage and performing. He didn't drive a car. No, he crip walked. Right? He wasn't in, <laughs> right. He wasn't endangering lives. Now, if you get behind a moving vehicle, okay, that's a problem. But like, who was he harming? Seriously. He's in his fifties. Who is he a role model to just at this doing point? Doing
1: side missions for himself.
0: Grow up. Grow up. I'm tired of people acting like um shaming pot, you know, like it's a it's a drug and all this and that and the Olympics thing. It's just ridiculous to me at this point. Like it's legal in so many places and spaces. Like you you really don't know why somebody's using it. Mm-hmm. It could be a medical reason. Like, maybe you just need to mind your own business. You know, as, as a brown person, I have gotten really proficient at minding my own goddamn business. Because if I don't, y'all will come and tell me to mind my goddamn business. So I've become really good at minding my own business. Maybe you should try it. I don't know if you've ever, you know, um, I, I've got an interpreter coming for y'all. Um, I've enlisted the help of my friend Ben. He, he can speak Whole Foods to y'all. He can speak, uh, Hobby Lobby and Sam's Club. And he's going to interpret what we're saying because obviously some people out there don't understand what we're saying. They still don't understand. So we've enlisted an interpreter to try to get through the opening. get not all Don't
1: they worry. Don't get y'all.
0: Oh, Lord. They Have inch. mercy. When Ooh, he starts translating, going to send your eyebrows completely off, girl. Just gone. Ooh, like a Just For Me perm. lord, damn. My goodness. Sizzled it. Just Ooh, I got sizzled it to scalp death. scalp burns. Mm.
1: Just thinking about that.
0: Right? I I got PTSD <laughs> off that Just For Me perm. Look, I thought I was going to have Laura Winslow hair. I I thought I was going to do something cuz I remember when I was a kid, like that's all I wanted to do was have Laura Winslow hair. And I ended up with a Laura Winslow wig. Stop. Because <laughs> all my oh hair, my hair God. got burnt off. I'm like, it's itching. It's burning. We're not done yet. I'm going to watch the rest of, the Ooh, days of Our no. Lives. I'll be right back. I used to argue with my <laughs> no. hairstylists about that. They'd be like, oh, it needs to stay in laundry because my hair is
1: like very thick and coarse. And I'm just like, uh-uh, it's burning. Like I need it out. And they get mad at me. I don't care.
0: And when they comb it through my hair, you got a stylist. I got Ooh. my auntie in the kitchen oh. <laughs> with a tub of baking grease. That's what I had.
1: They had so many remedies for it. Like, you great grease your scalp before you perm it. Um, what Crisco. else? Put yeah. it in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't how do know. that help? I don't I'm like, how does that, that help? Like, what is gonna <laughs> do? Like, mm. And I got to high school. I said, I'm done with this. I said, mama, I'm done. No, you're not. You're keeping your hair relaxed. I'm like, no, I don't want this. I want to go natural. I did the big chop. She freaked out. I didn't freak out. She chopped my hair off. Still freaking out. I'm like, do it. Like you chopped my hair off. Mm -hmm. We're just going to continue with it. And now I'm locked up, baby. (laughs)
0: Hey, look, but you don't have to worry. You know? wake up and because being natural
1: when i had my my fro it was a little difficult i couldn't take it so i was just like let's just go with something different so not it's i'm gonna just say this having the fro is not for everybody we we literally are high maintenance i'm gonna just say that we have to take good care of ourselves from head to toe making sure our hair smells good and it's nice and moisturized got to make sure our skin stays nice and you know, moisturized and won't come out looking like, uh, you know, <laughs> the Crip Keeper. <laughs> but we ain't gonna be aging like old milk anyway, so.
0: Yeah, but we talked about this on another episode, like, the standard of hygiene and beauty is just so high for Black folks, and some of it is self-inflicted. Like, as a child, I remember my grandma was like, get behind your ears, you better scrub, you know, and it's like, I- and now realizing that, like, some white folks don't even bathe. Like, I'm just like, wow. Like, then where were your grandmas? Then it was... like, Because we, we couldn't even Hell leave no. the house like that. No. You couldn't leave the You better the get your ass in a tub. Don't, don't
1: act like, don't turn that water on and stand up in there acting like you're taking a bath. You better scrub. You better scrub. I remember that.
0: Yes. Yes. Grandma be at the door with a knife. Get in. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> Gotta clean your nice.
1: Get Be all between your crevices and stuff. It's,
0: it's so amazing to me. Like, they, they are operating under this assumption of hygiene, right? Because of what they look like, you know, they must be clean, you know. But we have to put ourselves through the ringer, exfoliation, and then shea butter on top of that. And then coconut oil, you know, cocoa butter. And then sometimes, sometimes if you really, really like, um, on some Huxtable shit, if you really, really like you're a black person, but you've made it like you're somewhat, (laughs) you have a little bit of money in your pocket. You're not completely living in the hood. You're not uncle. You don't have uncle Phil money, but you got like some Huxtable money. Then you would get the Palmer's coconut oil on top. And that's how, you know, you've made it. Cause you put that on after your shea butter on your elbow. Got to make sure we ain't yeah, walking up on those ashes. And that's <laughs> cocoa butter. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I remember those times, man. But they get to—they've never touched a, a bottle of lotion. Most of them only use it for jerking off.
1: You using it for the wrong area, at least in my
0: experience.
1: Nobody ain't looking yeah. at that.
0: <laughs> they don't even—they don't even moisturize. They like, just come show up because, like, a girl—it's weird. it's very odd and they got a lot of dandruff but they don't they don't have to wash their hair why why don't you have to wash your hair (laughs) it's really weird it's like i don't understand
1: they call themselves the superior race odd i don't but you know all of them do but some
0: of them do marshall shabazz does not shoot he does not because like
1: a girl she made a tiktok video on it (laughs) because She's a, she was dating a black, a black man. And in the video. Okay. <laughs> the you, TikTok Becky. video, he said, it was saying in the audio, like, you, where I'm from, we got home training, but where you from, we ain't gonna do that shit. And he handed her a bottle of lotion cause she didn't know to moisturize her
0: skin. And I'm just like. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I've been there. Come I've on. I've had a lot of boyfriends. They, they don't understand the concept. I
1: mean, I ain't gonna lie. I did.
0: Elbow, elbow <laughs> will cut you. Like it's, it's that dry. Literally, cause like, it's I think rough.
1: I saw a customer. It was a young girl. I don't know how old she was. Maybe I give her 12. I saw her legs and I'm looking. I'm like, why? I said she's ashy. I said, just because you're white, you, it, it, you, you, you could see it
0: don't Oopsie. even know it poor baby. oh baby i'm like heart. your
1: mom's not teaching you poor thing
0: right oof you know i mean like the i feel like and when i got my period like the level of hygiene yes. moved up a notch from there because now it's like okay i need perfume oil i need baby powder i need wipes i need a pad you know what i mean like a black woman on her period got a yeah. duffel bag full of shit she gotta use <laughs> i'm just like okay <laughs> right and then you step yep. into it when you're done and you get a roll-on baby powder um perfume yep. oil to take with you when you go when you yeah that's what it is that's all it is and you gotta have the eaves uh wipes Hell I couldn't no. do that without them a little summer's eaves wipe no if you didn't if you didn't follow all of that process you were not considered hygienic <laughs> period <laughs> meanwhile gwyneth paltrow's putting a penguin shaped diamond oh my up her god ass i don't something.
1: know what is going on with that woman then like didn't she have like a candle scented <laughs> oh, vagina no. <laughs> nobody wants to smell bad to? Mm, you know who don't do that
0: meanwhile i got like a five-step hygiene routine that i have to like perform anytime i leave the house or i can't fucking go out on a date a <laughs> like it's five, just step, not happening step
1: one <laughs> step two step three is gonna be going right? to be up in a fun hour in <laughs> <and> 30 minutes
0: <laughs> oh my god it's hilarious it was so much fun oh man i just it's just i you know, and I don't think they understand like That's how much we go through just to show up. God bless. Like, we ain't
1: gonna show up on time though. <laughs> you
0: like, know we, we ain't gonna show up no on idea. time. Now.
1: We're gonna be there.
0: Well, I struggle with on timeliness <laughs> sometimes, but it's because of your baby. Your baby Aww. don't ever want to get up. She just she's not I a morning person. Her. But she'll stay up until midnight. Ooh, ooh.
1: Go Ahsoka. for no reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's in there partying oh, for absolutely no reason at all. Look, she'll tell all my business at the daycare. Oh, my, my mommy's God. hair comes off sometimes. My mommy don't got no hair down there. She oh, rip it off God. with the blue stuff. I'm like, why'd you tell that manette? That? And he was like, that's good to know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I, <laughs> and your daddy just Wait, became oh, a customer. Well, hello. <laughs> oh. Look, she will tell it. My oh mommy has no. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Kids
1: just say yes. anything. Like, oh, I'm not going to lie. She's this little buckled. girl. She was with her grandparents and I was at work. So, you know, doing my mm. job. And what happened? She just walked up to me and she was like, you're the lady who, who checks, checks the receipts. I said, yeah. She had these big old ponytails in her head. It was so cute. And I was like, yeah. So she's just standing behind me, just looking up at me and just smiling at me. And, you know, I check her grandparents out. And, you know, I told them, have a good night. She walked off. She stopped. She ran back towards me and just dived into me and gave me the biggest hug. And I'm just like, oh. And the grandfather, he was like, oh, you got to watch out for that one. Because when she's going in for a hug, she's going to tackle you. I was like, oh, she's fine. My niece is like that. It was so cute. She made my night.
0: That's adorable nice. Adorable little baby. It's nice mm-hmm. to see that sometimes it makes you believe that there's hope for humanity. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> after all, because I'd be I'd be ready to pack my bag. If aliens come
1: down here, look, can y'all take me with you?
0: Oh, I'm I'm the first person on that ship. Look. I'm gonna bring all my uh, blu rays. Y'all ever heard of Star Wars? <laughs> Y'all ever heard of Clone Wars? Y'all we got have one something of these similar out here? to that? Look, have you seen this small green baby? <laughs> okay, <laughs> bring him to me. Like we don't have nothing that look like that shit. Like i I would love to become like the funny sitcom neighbor on a spaceship full of aliens, and just you know, bust in from time to time. Like Sanford (laughs) said, what y'all doing in here, niggas? And then walk out. (laughs) Just have absolutely no value to add to the ship. Just in there fucking around, busting in on them crazy aliens while they're putting their in each other. Whatever it Uh, is. Whatever it is they doing in there. Whatever it is. Then I'm going to have a bunch of them at my door like, you, you put your... Pussy on my man tentacle. I'm like, well, he paid me. I had to do what I had to do. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm in a fight with a bunch of aliens. And then got all them tentacles coming at me and I'm bobbing. And Wait, weeping. no, I'm thinking you about, know, about like, that scene. I, I got to do some old General Grievous I'm shit. i thinking about
1: the scene from uh, Monsters, Inc. When the monster's going through the uh,
2: door. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what's going to be coming at me. <laughs> like bitch i don't want your man i wanted his dollar or oh, whatever it is get out of here y'all call money <laughs> right calamari flan i want that <laughs> give me all of that in your bag your little uh mon Cal <laughs> little coins it's, it's
1: these are nice squishy. what is this
0: right look i'm gonna put some jerry curl juice on it and increase the value of whatever this is worth <laughs> I like, know it's worth, worth more, more now <laughs> <laughs> it's got some curl on it it's, it's got that carefree curl juice on it <laughs> now it's good <laughs> that's all I needed. oh my god <laughs> that's not how our money works it does now <laughs> shoot <laughs> I changed this up, right here.
1: I'm making the rules <laughs>
0: that that's why they wouldn't they wouldn't pick me. We got to send this human
1: back to earth.
0: <laughs> right? Send me right back and not even give me like a time jump. Send me back to the exact same moment <laughs> I came back. Like fuck. <laughs> I couldn't even like have like an opportunity to die. And Morty. <laughs> God. Uh that would be so But fun. honestly
1: it really would be nice to go out in space. I wouldn't mind. I mean, I don't want to be here anymore. Not on this planet. Can like are there any life beings out there that are right. curious about the world? Like come over here. I know y'all came here and realized, "Oh, we heard they got corona over there. What is that? It's some type of virus that's killing them
0: all. You know what? Mm-hmm. Let's go back to where we came from." <laughs> you know what? We'll we'll try yes. it in the next <laughs> millennium, you know? Like, let's get on up out of here. Look. We can get to the sizzler. <laughs> they got a steak buffet, it closes They the got a party goes. going
1: on at Neptune. Let's head over there before we head on out.
0: Right? That's it. <laughs> That's it. Period. It would be nice. Um as a kid, like I always dreamed of going to space, like cuz I I was very lonely, you know, and I didn't feel like I belonged anywhere. So I was always interested in going to space. Um somehow I feel like there's going to be racism in space too.
1: (laughs) I don't think so. They're going to look at us and like, y'all got racism going on? What's that?
0: (laughs) Well, you know, to to them, all of us are like weird. I would assume if they saw us, they would say we were all weird. I feel that way about Uh Skynet too. Like, because robots can't determine, I don't feel like robots would discriminate. Because we're all like mm-hmm. humans and they want to rule the world. And I say, fuck it. Let them. <laughs> it can't be no worse than what we already got going on. And at least then Hello. I'll have an equal shot. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm worth just as much as you are now. <laughs> Good luck. Why are you touching that? Do not touch that. It's a danger. You're going to squirt it in your eye and then we're going to have to put a oh, patch no. on your eye and call you captain peg is that what you want okay so leave it alone it's a chemical it's for fabric no it's not for cleaning potties it's for cleaning fabrics and it's a danger so maybe you should stop touching it thanks yeah put it right there next to don't worry about this this is grown folk stuff don't you have something to do Aren't you supposed to be in bed? Oh my Where God. are your parents?
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a perfect example of how you speak with your children.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, that's how I grew up. So what is it? What what are you about to do? Ma'am, it's eleven o'clock in the evening. You have to go to school in the morning. Ma'am, I'm speaking the evening. You walked off. <laughs> Right. Look, you know don't what? Let me go about my business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right now, all of a sudden, you don't got nothing to say because you know what it is. Because, you know, I'm about to come through and tell you to go to bed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a topic for this show. I just felt like, you know, it was time for us to get back in our business. I'm tired of hearing oh. about everybody else's shit. I'm, I'm so tired for the people who were able to get, um, the Loveland Foundation. Um, drive to its goal, I want to say thank you. Really big thank you. Big shout to you. Big shout to the Katana cast members, to Pink Milk, to everybody who supported that venture. Um, that's a definite win for us. Uh, but overall, I- I'm kind of disappointed with February, but I don't want to sound ungrateful um, because the Loveland Foundation touch- touches a lot of lives. And it really helps to end the stigma against mental health um uh, for individuals of color. So, um, thank you so much. But I just, you know I'm kinda disappointed with everything for the month of February.
1: I believe it's gonna get better. I'm trying to stay up I'm trying change to stay optimistic.
0: Come. Oh yes it will. Look how long mm. we've been singing that shit. We've been waiting for a change to come. You know, and that's why I'm kind of like, you know, why do we always have to get in the back of the line? I'm like, I'm, du- I'm, I'm tired of waiting for change to come. Dr. King died 40 years ago. Where the fuck is the change? I can barely see two pennies. What change? Where is it? It's time. You know, Pac said, you know, one day that song becomes, you better open up this door, you know. That, that came straight from Pac's mouth, not mine. Like, and I feel like we're getting close to that time.
2: You know, if, if I know that in this hotel room, they have food every day and I'm knocking on the door every day to eat and they tell, and they open the door, let me see the, the party. Let me see like they throwing salami all over the, I mean, just like throwing food around where they're telling me there's no food in here. You know what I'm saying? Every day I'm standing outside trying to sing my way in. You know what I'm saying? We are hungry, please let us in. We are hungry, please let us in. After about a week, that song is going to change. The, we hungry, we need some food. After two, three weeks, it's like, you know, give me a food and we're breaking out the door. After a year, you just like, you know what I'm saying? I'm picking the lock, coming through the door blasting. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you hungry, you reached your level. You don't want any more. We asked 10 years ago. We was asking with the Panthers. We was asking with them. You know, the civil rights movement. We was asking, you know, now those people that were asking they're all dead and in jail so now what do you think we're gonna do and we shouldn't be angry and my raps that i'm rapping to my community shouldn't be filled with rage you know what i'm saying they shouldn't be filled with the same atrocities that they gave to me in the media they don't talk about it so in my raps i have to talk about it and it just seems foreign because you know what what i'm saying so it's like all all the society is doing is leeching off the ghetto they use the ghetto for their pain, for their sorrow, for their culture, for their music, for their happiness, for their movies, to talk about boys in the hood. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be another young. I don't want to be 50 years old at a BET. We Shall overcome um, Achievement Awards. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. Not me. You know, I mean, when they see me, they know that every day when I'm breathing, it's, it's, it's for us to go farther. You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that what we're supposed to do. It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, It's to spark somebody else watching us. We we might not be the ones, but let's not be selfish. And because we're not going to change the world, let's not talk about how we should change it. I don't know how to change it, but I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it.
0: Where people are going to stop being so nice. You know, it's the stuff that we endure, that we don't talk about. When your manager says um, your hair, how do you how do you people do that to your hair? You're, you're very well-spoken and we can't even verbalize how frustrating that is at work without being seen as, uh, problematic or angry. Like, yeah, because how would you like it if I came up to you and said, you know what? You look so much like a piece of paper. It's amazing. Look at this one. Now look at this one. We're going to hold up a couple different sheets of paper next to you and see which one you look like the most. How do you people manage to do that to your hair? What? Nothing. You do nothing to it. It always looks the same. It's always flat. And it looks like string. How do you manage to do that? You know, because they would be pissed with that type of information if it came their way. You know, and unfortunately, a lot of us suffer in silence because we need our jobs. So we can't tell our manager they're a racist piece of shit or we have to work within a community that's diverse right so you may have a loved one who has a family member that has mammy figurines in their home and you're just supposed to be okay with that going into that home and you still have to be a well-behaved negro even though you're being visually offended in that home like it's just not welcoming to all people but If you're dating a person who is white or, you know, whatever the case may be, and you happen upon that, like, do you say something? Do you not say something? Again, suffering in silence, put in uncomfortable positions, you know, it's just ridiculous. Because if the shoe was on the other foot, they would have been demanded so much so long ago.
1: And something else I wanted to say, too, like, now since you brought that up, for all the white people who have people of color as a co-workers and black people don't stand out on the side and watch that happen between your co-worker if you say that you really enjoy having this co-worker around you you really like this person you speak up for that person don't just stand by and just oh well that's my boss i have to obey what he or she says no just there's a way you can talk to people and then talking to people respectfully but come off aggressive but passive aggressive you know what i mean? Stand your ground. Stand up for that person. If you see that person can't speak up for themselves, say something. Don't be silent. And silence is still part of it. always will be part of the problem. It's mm-hmm.
0: complicit. At that point, you're, a com- you're an accomplice to it. And I think there are tactful ways that you as a non-person of color can be an advocate without putting your job on the line. You can say, hey, <clears throat> you know, I really, I really like uh, Marquisha's hair like that. I think it's nice, you know, and you haven't offended anybody. You didn't say, hey, I'm going to go to HR over this. You just said, hey, I think it's nice. Or, you know what? I've been around many black people in my life and they all, this is normal. This is what it's supposed to look like. And that's fine. You know what I mean? You don't have to necessarily get on the guillotine. And I think a lot of them feel like if they spoke out, they would um jeopardize their own jobs. Uh And that's simply not true. If you see a person of color and you have a job opportunity for them, or you have a project at work, put them over. I see you. Well, I don't want you to have an accident in the middle of the night. I'm a baby. I know that. I can tell. Because you're still up right now and you don't seem to understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. So... Don't worry about what TJ's doing. You're always in somebody else's business. (coughs) Damn! Don't worry about what TJ's doing or where he's sleeping. You need to mind your own business. You know, if you would use that energy to go to bed, you'd be asleep by now. You know?
1: Making your job a whole lot
0: harder. (sighs) Lord. This has been Sisters with Sabres. If you're still listening to this shit, Um, on a serious note, if you're still listening, close your eyes for a minute and picture you're a mom and you just had a wonderful baby boy and you love him and you want to protect him from harm and you want to be there for him always. And he grows up and he gets into a car accident and dies at the age of 19. Now imagine you're a black woman working two jobs and you still can't afford his remains, the remains of your baby, to lay him to rest. That's what's going on for one of our sisters. So um, I will list the GoFundMe in the uh, show notes again today. If you have anything and you're able to give to Tanya, I, I will never do a fundraiser for myself, but I'll support other black women all day long. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been a real rough road for Tanya. Um, she works with one of our sisters, with Liv, and she um, is still trying to figure out how she's going to pay her bills and also um, be able to get him a casket um, even though it will have to be closed um, because the accident was so bad. They're not even able to um, to recover the body. But you know what? As a mother, I understand it. You want your baby in any form you can. So if you have anything to donate, um, I'm sure it would make a difference in her life. What do you need? Well, we're getting ready to stop the show. You didn't even say hi to my friend. That's not very cool of you, <laughs> okay but yeah if you if you feel privileged enough to give, um that would be wonderful, like I said, I'll never collect any money off of this show. I just don't believe in that We'll see about it when we close the show, but um you know, every little bit helps, mm-hmm. and even
1: if you can't donate
0: what you got share,
1: spread the word. That's important as well. Always spread the word if you can't donate. Um, do I have anything? Uh, no, I don't think I do. Not that I know of.
0: No, I don't have anything. <laughs> All right. Well, you can follow the show at Sabers With or me at Blurred Girl Jedi or this horrible child at a kid named Ahsoka on Instagram if you're really bored. Um, Yeah, we'll see you on the next one. And it ain't, and remember, it ain't gonna eat itself. Why are you touching all this shit?